Philippines. Bye, Cardo. Our Anahaw supplier from Pasakaw laughed his face to the sun. Ha ha ha! bang bebel! How are you all doing? As usual, same same by guards, broke and not ever likely to get rich. Seems like you're the only one getting prosperous by guards. Prosperity be hanged! Now where do I find the prosperity you're talking about? By the way, our leaves now cost 300 bucks a hundred. These are not easy to come by these days. I still haven't recovered after the typhoon. Better make your reservations now if you want to order for the fiesta. You might not get any now that the rainy season is almost upon us. Bebang and I each bought 500 pesos worth of leaves. We also reserved 3,000 pesos worth of leaves for Picarda's next visit in the first months of June, in time for the Bicol Fiesta. I placed the order, although I still didn't know where to get the money to pay for it. I make fans for a living. Almost all of us women living in the houses lining Santa Cruz Street are fan weavers. Almost all of our husbands are farmers or daily wage laborers. Almost all of our children service house helpers, vendors, or baggage boys in town. Fans don't sell every day. We hawk them for weeks or months downtown or in town celebrating their fiestas. This is the only livelihood we know, so we keep at it. We inherited the know-how from our great-grandparents and it was what allowed our parents to sustain us. We make a profit of 3 pesos for each fan that we sell. We do the work ourselves and don't hire assistants to conserve the few coins which serve as our profit. We'll have to dry these leaves under the sun at once, Madingaveng. Let's finish the weaving by tomorrow. Fans should sell well this summer. We should be able to save enough to enroll our children in June. Yes, Mading Bebang. I'm now teaching my kids to weave because given all my course at home, it will take me until early morning to finish whatever I start on tonight. It was 2 in the afternoon. We were in the shade of the Delise tree in front of our house across the street. I started to teach my son, Enteng, to weave. Enteng is my fifth child. He is 10 years old. My children's ages range from 19, 17, 15, 13, 10, 7, 4, and 1. Our two eldest children are in Manila, hired as helpers by my cousins in a fish market in Caloocan. Someone had requested my 15-year-old boy to help out in a store selling charcoal in the market this vacation, so he comes home only at night. I guided Enteng's hands in weaving the leaves. I was extra careful with his small fingers given the knight's sharpness. I didn't want him getting wounded like me. My hand lined as it is with nicks and cuts collected each time I wove fans while my mind wandered. Hello mga kapars! This is DJ J. And this is DJ Zen. You're currently, You're currently listening, listening to, to Parasurat Radio, Radio Station. Para sa mga parasurat, nandito na ang radyo mo. Hasin at magkwentuhan. <laughs>
tayo. Where we talk about different literary texts of various Bicol writers or parasurat every month to support local writers and promote Bicol non-stories in our Kwentong Bicol episodes. Time check! Pars, Abril na naman! Ito yung mga panahon na magre-ready na tayo ng salbabida para mag-beach, beach, beach! Tama ka dyang, Pars! Tamang-tama ang summer heat ng Abril dito sa Pinas para pumunta sa mga beach resorts. Pero hep-hep-hep mga ka-Pars! Dahil pandemic, we have to suit ourselves with the comfort of our homes and create our own summer vibes within the corners of our houses. Definitely! So just sit back! Relax and be cool despite the summer heat as we welcome you to our April podcast episode, Kwentong Be Cool! Kwentong, Kwentong Be Cool, Kwentong, Kwentong Be Cool, ano, Bikulano ako. Our Kwentong Bicol for this podcast episode is Mrs. Marisa Redburn's Abanico, or Weaving Palm Leaves as translated by Mrs. Paz Santos. While listening to the radio drama, Mrs. Redburn seems to have a soft spot for women and farmers. You could say that. She'd been different school of nuns, not just USI, which must have added to her interest in illustrating the experiences of women and her passion for Bicol literature, must have led her heart closer to our native people, which are often marginalized like our local farmers. No wonder she was fond of writing Abanico. The radio drama was such an amazing adaptation, don't you think? No doubt. That excerpt reveals the thematic patterns of the whole Abanico story, child labor and faulty family planning, which both lead to a bigger context. Poverty. Poverty was depicted through the lives of farmers whose hard work seems to unlikely pay off. Dito sa Pilipinas, marami nagsasabi na katamaran ang dahilan ng kahirapan. If working hard would be the basis for financial stability, then farmers would have been the richest sector in the country. But the reality is that they are not. That's so true! Kudos to all farmers out there. Kayo po ang dahilan kung bakit may bigas kaming nasasain. Totoo yan, Pars. Kudos to them. The sad part is that poverty is the cause of another issue experienced by people from the low to middle class families, which is child labor. The story depicted such a situation wherein the children of Aveng were already taught how to work for the sake of their family's needs. Sa murang edad pa lamang, nagtatabaw na kanilang mga anak upang makatulong sa pagtustos ng pangangailangan ng kanilang pamilya. Those kids must have a great sense of responsibility at a very young age. But you should not romanticize that, Pars. It's a glaring issue in the economy. These kids should be studying instead of being the actual breadwinners of their families. Oh, point taken, Pars. Poverty is really rampant. That's probably why families are forced to resort to child labor. And if you would notice in Abanico, maraming anak sina Abeng at Luis. The children's ages range from 19, 17, 15, 13, 10, 7, 4, and 1. It's one of the reasons why they struggle financially. Several needs are to be tended. Hindi na nagkakaroon ng pagkakataong makaipon. You couldn't say that Redburn portrayed an absence of family planning in Abanico. Yes, Pars, most of us don't really have the luxury to afford family planning, so it's unlikely to identify whether the lack of family planning is the cause of poverty or poverty is the reason why family planning isn't absolute. This economic perception in Abanico could be perceived under the Marxist literary theory. 
Also, one of the beliefs of Marxism is value based on labor, as observed in the excerpt. By the way, our leaves now cost 300 bucks a hundred. Leaves are not easy to come by these days. I still haven't recovered after the typhoon. He is implying that the collection of leaves requires more effort than before, depicting that the more labor put into a product, the more valuable it gets. Oo nga no, at saka the depiction of different socio-economic or social classes still falls under Marxism. And I think the working class and their marginalized status are the focus of this story. In a feminist perspective naman, Mrs. Redburn would surely be commended for utilizing the first-person point of view in the story because it allowed us to somewhat connect to the character of Abeng. As a self-proclaimed feminist, I like how the story focuses on valuing the experience of women. Although the story embodies patriarchal attitudes such as women being the one doing all the chores and taking care of the family, this should not be romanticized. I think Redburn only used those patriarchal attitudes to help us relate with rural poor women like Abeng since patriarchy is really relevant. After all, she successfully empowered women in the Banico as she showed that women are not only limited to household chores but also capable of being sources of income. Mmm, I like what you said, Pars. It's a wonderful reminder that we really should practice valuing the experiences of women instead of romanticizing those patriarchal attitudes because it will shed light on their struggles which are often overlooked, marginalized, and ignored because of romanticism. Very well said, Pars. To add, Marisa Redburn's perspective in life as well as advocacies are truly portrayed in Abanico. Her exposure to different people as well as her understanding of various issues helped us extract concepts such as child labor, family planning, poverty, Marxism, and feminism from her work. And certainly, the same thing goes for her other literary pieces. Kudos Mrs. Redburn and kudos to you Pars for that wonderful realization. Para sa mga kapars natin dyan, kung interesado kayo at may time to be cool despite the summer heat, indulge yourselves with Bicol Culture by reading Mrs. Marisa Redburn's Abanico. And always remember to stay tuned every month for new episodes of Wentong Be Cool! Again, this is DJ Zen and DJ J. From Parasurat, From Parasurat Radio, Radio Station, Station signing, signing off. off.